What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Back Row Redskins Show. Man, big win, big win for the Washington football team. We just defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers 23-17. to An amazing game um, from the last podcast. For those who listened, I predicted a 13-3 to uh, win by the Washington – I mean, 13-10 to win by the Washington football team, but – um, this actually ended up ended up being a uh, 23 to 17 win. Uh, great game. Um, Alex Smith, man, I got to give him credit. I got to give him props. Um, I've been hard on him all, all season. And I mean, he stepped up in a big way and performed like I've never seen him perform for the Washington football team. He threw the ball 46 times. He completed 31 passes um, for 200 and. 96 yards. I predicted Alex Smith for 180 yards or under that, um, but hey, he super exceeded my expectations. Uh, to be honest, I didn't know how he was going to be able to react uh, versus this Pittsburgh um, defense. Pittsburgh has a great defense, so I was thinking that they would get after him, which they did. You know, he was sacked three times. And um, lost 23 yards, but it doesn't matter uh, because he made plays when he needed to make plays. And that's the biggest uh, thing. So although Alex Smith loves to check down, he was able to throw the ball. I mean, he threw balls for, you know, 30-yard completions, 31-yard uh, completions, 16-yard completion. Uh, if you know, that was a dump off to J.D. McKissick. But, yeah, Alex Smith had a great game. So um, he gets one of the game balls. Um Played a magnificent game, no interceptions, no turnovers, which is the biggest key when I look at a guy like Alex Smith. Um, we look at the running backs. Peyton Barber rushed 14 times for 23 yards and a score. You you know, you you like you look at the 1.6 yard per carry, and you're probably thinking, man, that's terrible. But hey, Peyton Barber, believe it or not, got a couple of uh, uh tough yards. He got a uh, you know that he got that uh got that crucial first down then he was also able to pound in that ball for a touchdown so can't be mad at him he did his thing we did lose Antonio Gibson in this game hopefully when the news comes out um, it's not too bad because Antonio Gibson is very vital to what the team does so I'm looking forward to um to getting him back because he's a integral part of this team so uh JD McKissick running the ball he didn't do much you know, he ran the ball five times for eight yards. Not good at all. So we definitely need more production because if Antonio Gibson is gone longer, then that's not a good thing because <laughs> we need to run the ball still. Um, Logan Thomas, man, another guy that gets a game ball for me, um, had a phenomenal game. Uh, he was targeted nine times and caught nine receptions. He had 98 uh, yards. When the game started, right, it seemed like Logan Thomas was getting checkdowns and checkdowns, and it seemed like, you know, he, re he really wasn't even moving the ball. It seemed like he wasn't picking up big chunk yards. And then as the game wore on, he started to get better and better and better and better. I think this is the best game that Logan Thomas has ever played in his entire career. So I got to give Logan Thomas props. I got to give him credit. He did his thing. He did his thing. So he gets one of the game balls. Um, he had nine receptions for 98 yards and a touchdown. 
that's phenomenal. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I think he was the most important player. And then he had key blocks here and there. He was able to help out in pass protection. Um, yeah, Logan Thomas was phenomenal. Another game ball goes to Cam Sims. Cam Sims had five receptions for 92 yards. Um, he is really solidifying his place as the number two wide receiver this year. So um, he hasn't been consistent, but look, he's making plays like that one pass that Alex Smith threw, and then Cam Sims caught it with caught it with one hand and brought it back to his chest. I mean, you gotta give this dude credit, man. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. Um, Steven Sims pitched in four receptions for 17 yards, but JD McKissick, JD McKissick gets another game ball. Okay, I know you guys are probably thinking, Manny, hey, how many game balls are you gonna give out? As many as possible. It doesn't matter. This is a great team win. But JD McKissick was targeted 10 times and he caught 10 passes. Okay, so he was 10 for 10 uh, for 70 yards. And I mean, that was key. He was he was very instrumental to us moving the ball between Cam Sims, J.D. McKissick and Logan Thomas. These are the three guys that really held it down for us in the receiving game. Being that Terry McLaurin had his worst game of the year, he had two receptions for 14 yards. They took Terry out the game and it was more so like, hey, you got to beat us with others. You got to beat us with somebody else. And this is the first time this season that a team has just really game plan for Terry in terms of like, look, we're going to double, we're going to triple, we're going to get him out of this game. So you got to give Pittsburgh credit for taking Terry McLaurin literally out the game. Um, Isaiah Wright pitched in one reception for five yards. Um, J.D. McKissick did have a fumble, but it was recovered by Logan Thomas. So shout out to them with their chemistry and their teamwork. But now we get on to the defensive side of things, man. John Bostic had like literally like his best game ever as a Washington uh, uh, player, man. He had 10 total tackles. Uh, four of those were solo tackles. He, he just defended a pass. Um, Cole Holcomb, another guy who played great, had nine tackles. Um, he had four solo tackles, a tackle for loss. And you guys know I love tackles for loss, man. Uh, Cam Carl, our tackling machine, our up-and-coming young star, our up-and-coming young gun, man. This guy right here is phenomenal. I mean, he had eight tackles, and out of that eight, seven of those were, were solos. You know what it means to get a solo tackle? That means that you're wrapping up. You know, you're tackling a guy. You're not out here missing tackles. You're doing your thing, and you're dominating. You know what I'm saying? That's what we need out of our squad. Also, with John Bostic getting those 10 uh, uh, tackles, he also had an interception, man. The interception was beautiful. Ball was tipped in the air. He he corralled it, and that literally sealed the game for us. I'm going to kind of do a game uh, log on how the whole game went, like the whole timeline thing, like I normally do in the pods, but I'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, it was just um, a beautiful, beautiful game by John Bostic, man. Danny Johnson returned the ball well on the kickoff returns. I credit him there. Uh, Steve Sims did a decent job on the punt returns, even though Pittsburgh didn't really get to punt the ball a lot. Um, Dustin Hopkins, man, you gotta get Dustin Hopkins gets a game ball because look. Us fans have been tough on him. I've been tough on him. He gets a game ball. He made three big field goals. And the last field goal he made was the biggest one because if he makes that field goal, right, we go up by six, meaning that Pittsburgh has to score a touchdown to win. But if he misses that field goal, Pittsburgh can drive down the field 
and tied the game with a field goal. So, hey, Dustin Hopkins, we appreciate you. You made a 49-yarder, and I know that you struggled this season, but you came up for us when we needed you. Trust Wade did his thing, man. You know, I don't give Trust Wade a lot of credit in my pods, man. Trust Wade, we appreciate you. You was very instrumental in flipping the field. Tressway kept flipping the field for us. He was able to punt the ball seven times, and he and uh, four of those were inside the 20. So that's key. Tressway is definitely a weapon for us. Let's look at what Pittsburgh did this game, man. Um, but Big Ben was – I mean, I was scared, man. Big Ben, he's one of the quarterbacks in the league that gets the ball out of his hands quickly. So it's kind of hard to sack Big Ben. Now, even though we didn't sack Big Ben not one time, we were able to, to create a lot of pressure. We created a lot of pressure. And I appreciate that. You know, Sweat was doing his thing. Chase Young was doing his thing. The big boys in the middle were doing their thing. There were times when we sent linebackers on a blitz, but you can't really blitz Big Ben a lot and give him one-on-one on the outside because he'll shred you because he throws the ball very, very quick. And even though he's a big a quarterback that doesn't really run, he knows how to move around in the pocket. He's very mobile in the pocket. But anyways, Big Ben threw the ball 53 times, man, 53 times. He completed 33 of those. Um, he had 305 yards. He had two touchdowns and one interception. That one, that one interception was very, very key. In the run game, neither team ran the ball well. <laughs> Pittsburgh ran the ball 14 times for 21 yards. Washington football team <laughs> ran the ball 21 times for 45 yards, but we did have a rushing score. Man, McFarlane was terrible. Uh, Benny Snell was terrible. Jalen Samuels was terrible. And, you know, I got to give Washington credit for getting tough on the run. We've been doing a pretty good job on the run and, you know, trying to secure and, you know, do our thing, man. So, we got to give credit to, to where credit is due, man. Um, great performance in shutting down this running game, which wasn't even good to begin with, but it's still the principle of the fact that there's times when we play teams, they don't have a good running game, but guess what happens? They end up shredding us. They end up getting big chunks and getting big plays or getting rushing scores. Uh, you look at the Pittsburgh receiving core, and if you listen to the last pod, you would know that – I was talking about how talented this receiving core is. There's so many weapons for Big Ben. Even their running backs, guys like Benny Snell and McFarland, even though they're not running the ball, these guys are still weapons in the receiving game. Jalen uh, Samuels is one of the best uh, uh, receiving backs in the league, believe it or not. He's just not being used to his full potential this season. This season. Um, James Washington, man. When you think of the big three wide receivers for Pittsburgh, you think Juju Smith-Schuster, right? You think Chase Claypool, and you think Deontay Johnson. A lot of times, James Washington is forgotten. And Big Ben said that James Washington is a guy that he can throw up a contested catch, and he can trust that James Washington gets it just about every single time. So Pittsburgh really has four really good wide receivers, but James Washington is the guy that's always lost in the sauce. Next year, I do think that Juju Smith-Schuster leaves, like I said in my last pod, um, Juju had seven receptions for 28 yards. Big Ben's going to throw the ball a lot and get the ball out of his hands quickly. So Juju got seven of those for 28 yards. Um, Juju did bulk up this year, 
but Juju was not a factor in this game. Claypool had only two receptions for 38 yards. Eric Ebron, he had himself a good, pretty good game. He had seven receptions for um, for 68 yards. Deontay Johnson, I think he's the best wide receiver on Pittsburgh. I think Deontay Johnson is one of the best wide receivers in the entire league. He's that good. But anyways, Deontay Johnson had eight receptions for 71 yards, and he had a score. James Washington had two receptions for 80 yards and a score. So, I mean, Pittsburgh go up 14-0, man. It's, it's, it's kind of scary because we know that Pittsburgh is an – they have an explosive offense. You know, even though their offense have not been as fluid as it usually is, you know, in past years, but still – they have really, really good wide receivers. They have a decent tight end, and um, they have running backs that can catch the ball. So that just bolts well for um, for um, Ben Roethlisberger. So um, we look at what they did on the on the on the, on the defensive end. Um, Avery Williamson, that was you know signed from the Jets. I mean traded for from the Jets. He's filled in into that middle linebacker position, and he's done he's done pretty 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 good. Um, he had a tackle for loss. Um, Justin Lane was out there making plays for them. TJ Watt. TJ Watt was a guy that I was afraid of this game because we know what TJ Watt brings to the table. He leads the league in tackles for loss for his position. He leads the league in sacks. He, uh, I mean, he leads the league probably in tackles for his position. So he's a premier edge, whether he's a defensive end or a edge linebacker, it doesn't matter. He's an edge player, and he and TJ Watt is the real deal. So he was a guy that I was afraid of how we would you know play him. I, I would say that we did pretty, pretty good. He did have two tackles for loss, which is tough, and then a sack. But for the most part, we did our best to neutralize TJ. Um, Mike Hilton, another guy we talked about on the pod with Rob from the uh, back row still the show. Mike Hilton was – it felt like Mike Hilton was all over the field, man. This guy was making tackles, making plays left and right. He had two tackles for loss. And that's a corner. That's a corner. He's a guy that they send in blitz packages. Terrell Emmons, you know, played decent. They lost Joe Hayden. And it seemed like when they lost Joe Hayden, things opened up more. But either way it went, it just still seemed like all the attention was still going to Terry. Minka Fitzpatrick was very, very quiet in this game, and I'm kind of glad. I'm glad that Minka was very quiet because he's a guy that's on this uh, team that scares me. And believe it or not, Sean Davis, who we cut, is on Pittsburgh, and he made an appearance. He had a tackle. Nobody probably noticed him, but, yeah, he did play. Um, Question for you guys, Washington fans. Would you rather have Troy Ackby or Sean Davis? Knowing what you know now about Troy Ackby, do you rather have Troy Ackby or do you rather have Sean Davis, the unknown of Sean Davis? Just a question that I wanted to put out there. But, um, yeah, Pittsburgh, man, they didn't kick uh, – I mean, they punted the ball one time. That just shows you how well these guys move the ball today. Sorry. At a point – I'm sorry, they kicked off the ball one time. Sorry, one kickoff return. I apologize. Um, I'm I'm just all over the place. I'm excited, man, for this win. But yeah, they 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 ended up punting the ball more times. But there was a point in the game where, you know, it took them a while to then punt the ball. But yeah, they punted the ball three times. Um, 
you know, their punter did, you know, did decent. He did decent work. But it just seemed like a defensive struggle. And the reason why I said 13 to 10 prediction was because you have a, a strong defense in Washington. Then you have a strong defense in Pittsburgh. And both teams are similar. Both teams have a great, great pass rush, great uh, uh, defensive front. But Pittsburgh has better corners or better secondary play. I mean, Edmonds is a very, very good, uh, strong safety, but Cam Carl matched him. You know what I'm saying? You got Minka Fitzpatrick, who was neutralized because the things that he likes to do, he didn't get to do this game. So Minka was, you know, neutralized. Losing Bud Dupree definitely, definitely hurt the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I, I thought that Pittsburgh not having Mike Pouncey, that, that it was going to be tough for these guys. But, look, these guys were able to hold it down. I can't be mad at them. Uh, I mean, they did their thing, man. They did their thing all the way. Great game. Great win. Um, we're going to get into the play-by-play of how this uh, how this game went. So, game started, you know, and uh, a lot of us were at work. A lot of us didn't get to catch the game. But, luckily for me, I was able to kind of, you know, catch a few plays here. I was all into it the first quarter, a little bit of the second quarter. Then I really got into the game when I got home the end of the third quarter and uh, the fourth. But I kind of kept up with the game and what was going on. So so Pittsburgh gets the ball, and uh, they incomplete deep pass to James Washington. Then they go to McLeod, who has six yards on that play. And then, you know, Ebron. Um, and then Cam Carl made a heck of a tackle to stop Ebron from getting that first down. Next thing you know, Pittsburgh punched the ball. I'm excited because, you know what, we're going to go toe-for-toe with these guys. We're going to show these guys that our defense is real. We're going to show these guys that our defense is the truth, right? So Washington gets the ball on the, on the next possession. We go four plays, and then we punt the ball. I'm like, oh, Lord, this is going to be a super low-scoring game. I'm like, yeah, my prediction is going to be right. And we punt the ball, and then guess what? Pittsburgh gets the ball. They go three and out. And I'm pumped about this defense, man, because we're making plays left and right, man. I'm like, you know what? We can go toe-to-toe with these guys. Then we get the ball, seven plays, right? Antonio Gibson rushes for 13 yards. I'm like, yeah, man, Gibson's going to have a good game, even though I predicted that Gibson would not have more than 70 yards rushing this game. I just felt like, you know what I'm saying, this is something that Gibson has not done consistently. He has not – Gibson has not – Gibson has run the ball well, but there's times when you're like, you know, is is the coach gonna scheme this thing right? Is but over the past uh, a couple, maybe two or three games, Gibson has been running the ball consistently and running the ball very, very well. So I was conflicted. I didn't know if he'll be able to top four, uh, uh, 70 yards. But lo and behold, we lost Gibson in the game. I hope he comes back uh, strong. I mean, he didn't even play much. You know, he got hurt. He's out the game. And at this point, I'm like, man, even though I didn't think he will have an impactful game, I still, I mean, Gibson is still a weapon. He's still a guy that you want to have on the field, regardless of what your predictions are, regardless of what I'm thinking is going to happen, right? So, um, you know, we punt the ball. Then Pittsburgh gets the ball. They punt the ball. And I'm like, man, this game right here is tough, man. It's tough. And we get the ball. You know, um, you know, we're trying, we're pushing, 
then we punt the ball. So it's kind of like punts back and forth, punts back and forth. So eventually Pittsburgh gets the ball and they start at their own 28. They're like, you know what? We're sick and tired of punting the ball. We're going to try to go out here and try to score. So Big Ben starts to move the ball 13 yards to Ebron. You know what I'm saying? Next play, four yards to Ebron. Next play, five yards to uh, Deontay Johnson. And the way that Ben moves the ball, it's like a system. It's like clockwork, man. So that's the end of the first quarter. Then we start the second quarter, and Big Ben still has the ball. He's moving the ball. He's trying to find uh, Deontay Johnson, man. He was targeting Deontay Johnson heavily, man. Then he finally connects 17 yards to Deontay Johnson. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. Then Snell gets uh, four yards, and then they're moving the ball. Then Ebron gets 15 yards, first down. Then they're moving the ball. Then Deontay Johnson, another eight yards. Next thing you know, touchdown to Deontay Johnson, right? But it's nullified because of the penalty. So I'm like, well, that's great, <laughs> right? But then Big Ben does not give up. Eight yards to Claypool, and then boom, he hits Deontay Johnson for a three-yard score. And at this point, it's 7-0, man. I'm like, oh, man. So Washington gets the ball, and we're moving the ball, right? We're trying to move the ball at least. Uh, you know, there's there's a penalty, and then Logan Thomas gains five yards, and then McLaurin gains, gains two yards, and then it's – Third and 13. And what do we do? We throw the ball to Logan Thomas. And Logan Thomas dives, man. He makes a heck of a play. He dives to get that first down. And it was so close. You know, we challenged the play. We fell short. And it's fourth and one. It's fourth and inches. At the Washington 34, the right play is to punt the ball, right? The coach says no. So the coach runs the ball. I think – the ball is hiked to Logan Thomas, and he pitches it to McKissick. And I don't know what happened, but McKissick loses uh, three yards on that play, and his turnover on downs. I'm like, at this point, Pittsburgh gets the ball at the Washington 34. That means they go 34 yards to score. We just seen them score. We just seen Big Ben Shredders, right? So at this point, I'm like, man, if they score right here, I tweeted, if they score on this possession right here, it's a wrap. The game is over. Then they get the ball. They're trying to move the ball. You know, they throw uh, 30 yards to um, to a Claypool. I'm like, dang it, man. They get to Washington's five. Kenny Snell up the middle. De'Aaron Payne says, nah, bruh, you ain't scoring. Then uh, ben, ben Roethlisberger tries to throw the ball, penalty. Then uh, that was Tim Settle roughing the passer. It was tough, man. You, <laughs> now these guys are first and goal, literally at the one-inch line, right? So then Benny Snell, right guard, Cam Carlin, uh, Montez Sweat, tackle him. Then on the next play, Benny Snell, right tackle, Cam Carlin, Montez Sweat again. Right now, Pittsburgh calls a timeout. It's 542 left at this point in the second quarter. Third and goal. You know, they re- you know, they report some guy eligible, Jay Hawkins, and Roethlisberger throws the ball to Hawkins, and Hawkins almost had it, but he drops it and falls to the ground. And at that point, I'm like, oh, man, thank you, Jesus, man. We needed that right there. And then it's fourth and goal. Instead of kicking a field goal, these guys really want to knock us out this game. They send Benny Snell up the middle. Chase Young said, nah, bro. Bro, our line was so instrumental, pain, sweat, young. These guys played amazing. 
So we stop these guys on fourth and goal. Instead of them going up 10-0 or 14-0, 7-0. Then we get the ball deep in our end zone. We couldn't do nothing with it. We couldn't do nothing with it. Then we punt the ball. So we, so, we, so, we, so we punt the ball to these guys, and they get the ball. And on the very next play, they are at the 50-yard line. They're at midfield. You know what Big Ben does? Big Ben throws a 50-yard touchdown to James Washington. I was pissed. So just like that, we're down 14-0. And to be honest, I don't know what to think at this point. We've come back from 14 before. We've come back from 17. We've come back from almost 20. Everybody knows that we are a second-half team, right? So we punt the ball. They punt the ball. We get the ball, and uh, we drive a little bit, but we have to kick the field goal. So that's what we do. But on this drive, Alex Smith hit Cam Sims for a 30-yard pass, and that I was excited about that because – Alex Smith is showing, look, I'm just not going to check down the ball. I'm going to throw the ball down the field a little bit. Then the next play, he throws an 11-yard pass to J.D. McKissick. Then he throws another one-yarder, and then, you know, we couldn't get any further, so we kicked that field goal. So at least we got points on the board. I tweeted, hey, we got points on the board. We're going into the half, 14 to um, to, uh, thir- uh, to uh, three. So you can't be mad at that, 14 to three at the half. Um, we get the ball to start um the second half and um alex smith works some magic once again uh so you know we were we were moving the ball with penalties here illegal use of hands by the offensive lineman penalty on uh logan thomas so it's first and 23 man we have not even really gotten started and it's first and 23 uh, we throw a five-yard pass to isaiah right um that was third and 14 third and 14 you're probably thinking you know what that's it. it. It's it's we're about to punt the ball and give these guys the ball again. But Alex Smith, man, he throws a 31 yard pass to Cam Sims. Mama, there goes that man. First down. So at this point, uh, it's first and 10 at the 45. And we run the ball eight yards with uh, McKissick. Then Barber runs for five yards and Barber again for four yards. So we're kind of picking up a, a little bit of uh, momentum here. And, you know, even at this point, Terry McLaurin, you still you still couldn't really even get him into the game. You're trying, but everything you're trying to do with Terry is just not working. So Alex Smith, you know, to Stephen Sims, um, nine yards. We continue with the ball. And he lose two yards on the next play. And then Alex Smith, he throws left to uh, Logan Thomas. Um, that's That's 30 yards right there. Logan Thomas literally almost scored on this play. He stopped at the one-yard line. And what do the Washington football team do when they get to the goal line? They pound it in, right? So, you know, first and goal, we don't we don't get anything. Second and goal, we don't get anything. Third and goal, we get nothing, man. It's fourth and goal at this point. You know, and then it was a penalty. Defensive holding. Now we get a whole new set of downs. We give it to Peyton Barber. He pounds it in for the one-yard uh, touchdown. And now, you know, Pittsburgh's lead is dwindling. Pittsburgh is up four. It's 14 to 10 Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh next possession, they punt the ball. Our next uh, possession, we punt the ball. Pittsburgh's next possession, they kick a field goal. Now it's 17 to 10. You know what I'm saying? So our next possession, we punt the ball. Pittsburgh punts the ball. Then – 
we get the ball at Washington's 47. We start to look, you know, drive a little bit. Peyton Barber, three yards there. Uh, J.D. McKissick, short pass, six yards here. Um, Barber, two yards there. You know, I'm telling you guys, these little two yards and three yards that Peyton Barber was picking up, it was key because you got to keep the defense honest. You got to mix it up. Even if you're not getting anything on the ground, you still have to run the ball. So Alex Smith, those are 16-yard pass to J.D. McKissick. Then he goes another three-yard pass to J.D. McKissick. Then another eight-yard pass to J.D. McKissick. You know, that was first and 10 at Pittsburgh's 15. Beautiful pass by Alex Smith right into Logan Thomas's hands. Touchdown. We tie the game 17-17. Pittsburgh gets the ball, and they go on a nice little drive here. They're trying to move the ball, and they're – you know, what's so funny to me about this drive is that, you know, after we kick the field goal, we go up. But prior to that, Pittsburgh, they, 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 they turn over the ball on downs. And it just seems like both teams are going for it on fourth down, man. It just didn't matter. It was four. It was four down territory this game. This game was important to both teams. Pittsburgh needed a win to maintain home field advantage to maintain that bye. And now that they've lost, it opens it up for Kansas City. So this game was very important. There was lots of chess matches going on back and forth. Uh, you know, next possession after we score our field goal. There's an interception, man. Ball is tipped in the air. John Bostic gets that interception. I mean, I'm hyped. Then our very next uh, uh, possession, man, it's like we are in Pittsburgh territory already. We got to come up. We got. We have to come out of here with points while we're trying to kill the clock. So what ends up happening is we kick the field goal, right? If we kick the field goal, then we're up six. We miss the field goal. We're still up three, and they can tie the game and – possibly send it to overtime. So we just hold them. Uh, they get the ball back with a few seconds left. They can do nothing with it. And this is pretty much the game story. I mean, amazing game, amazing game. I can't say it enough. Uh, this is the biggest win that we've had all season. Man, I'm excited for this very next game um, versus the San Francisco 49ers. I watched uh, some of their game today, and I was hoping that the 49ers won, so that way they come into the game next week, um, you know, kind of uh, overconfident. But now we got to go ahead and play a pissed-off San Francisco team. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a dogfight, even though um, San Francisco has a lot of injuries, a lot of uh, guys in and out of the lineup. Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuels, that's another combo of wide receivers that we got to go play. You know what I'm saying? Nick Mullins, all he does is pass the ball. He gets yards, so we can't really give Nick Mullins some big plays. Uh, you guys stay tuned because there will be a preview of that uh, matchup coming, man. But big win. Shout out to Washington, man. I've been on Twitter all night hitting up all these Pittsburgh fans. I've been doing a great job trolling. Uh Hey, y'all go hit up uh, the Back Row Steelers show and tell them, hey, we pulled this thing off. Uh, great win. This was like our Super Bowl. This was this was our biggest win this season for a team that has gone through so much adversity, man, left and right, off the field, on the field, name change, uh, uh, Washington Post article. This win felt great. This win felt like we just won a playoff game. It was that big. So Pittsburgh Steelers, they fall to 11-1. We ascend to five and seven. Uh, the Giants did win, so the Giants are currently first place right now. But uh, we got a tough stretch coming up, 
and I'm excited for the journey. Uh, Washington football fans, enjoy this one. You guys earned it. So, guys, this is the episode. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Back Row Redskins. Um, be sure to hit me up. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, appreciate the support. If you're listening on, on Apple, please leave me a review, five stars. I'll appreciate it. Um, love you guys, and y'all be safe.